0: podcast, Answer Man, episode number 119. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the podcast, Answer Man. Cliff Ravenscraft here, and today I'm going to be sharing with you what I hope to be a 20 and a half minute Podcast episode. We'll see how that works out. We're going to talk a little bit about using FeedBurner, even though you already have a feed set up somewhere else that's iTunes modified and optimized. And we talk about the length of ability to speak at PodCamps, and also uh, maybe even uh, talk a little bit about an old episode of the Podcast Answer Man. Uh, with different things that we're going to talk about here. So anyway, starting things off, I have a voicemail from way back in the day. In fact, the voicemail I'm about ready to play for you comes from Steve McQueen. This is the very first time Steve ever called into the Podcast Answer Man back on January 8, 2009. And uh, since then, Steve and I have uh, connected on several occasions. In fact, I, I believe he's bought some equipment from me. If not, I know for a fact that he's hired me to do some consulting with him. And uh, just very excited about the things that he's uh, been excited about in the area of podcasting. And so let's see what Steve had to say. And, and I'm going to finally get around to answering his question, not just to him personally, but now sharing that information with you guys as well. Here's what Steve had to say. Hey, Cliff.
1: Steve McQueen. They call me Bullet. I'm um, with Motorcycle Nation Podcast, mcnationpodcast.podbean.com. Um, I downloaded, I discovered you after I started my podcast, which is only a few weeks old. But I downloaded um, all 90-some episodes of the podcast Answer Man, and I've listened up to episode 34, which I just finished listening to. And I don't know if I've misunderstood something or not. My question for you is, if I've got a Podbean feed already burnt, are you still telling me that I should go to feed burner and burn a new feed, and use that feed burner feed? I uh, don't know if I misunderstood or not, but would like to know uh, would like to know the answer to that. And if you could touch on that, um, I'd appreciate it. Uh, love the show, keep it up.
0: I've uh, learned quite a bit from you in the past week, and uh, thanks a lot, Steve. Thank you so much. I am going to answer your question there, and um, let me, let me go ahead and just answer the question first, and then and then when I get to Chris Oatley, I'll talk a little bit about the archives and prior episodes here and going back and listening to them all. Anyway, the, to answer your question, Podbean, by the way, for those of you who don't know this, is, is a place where you can go. It's, it's one of many out avenues out there where you can go sometimes get a free account sometimes very inexpensive hosting and they do it's like an all-in-one solution they'll they'll allow you to host your mp3 files they also have some kind of solution where you can kind of um, enter in show notes they'll give you your rss feed they'll even optimize it so that you can tell it what category and give it artwork and they'll put you in itunes all for you i mean you don't really have to do anything other than sign up for an account and you're good to go so if that's the case, if you, and one of the things that I've mentioned back in earlier episodes is, you know, the main benefit of using a feed burner feed is taking a feed, an RSS feed, and basically optimizing that for display in iTunes so that you have your artwork in the right spot. You can put, you know, you can tell it whether it's explicit or not using special tags. In the RSS feed, you can put in your description, you can choose the category that you're going to show up in. Those things are very important. And um, if you have just a standard WordPress installation or a standard blogger account or another blogging software platform and you just have an RSS feed, it's not going to have the right data automatically included. So using FeedBurner... Will take that RSS feed and then it will generate a new feed, and it will process the information from the old feed or the original feed, and it will create a brand new feed uh, that will include all of the prior data, but it will it will also include all the optimized information also necessary for iTunes. So that was the that was the main draw for me to sign up for Feedburner. But there is another major benefit of Feedburner, especially. Especially for those of you who do not own your own domains at this time, and that main benefit is the ability to keep the same RSS feed address no matter who your host is. Whether you have Podbean, Podshow, TalkShoe, uh, Blog Talk Radio, all of these things. That, in my opinion, and you're, this is what you're getting here when you listen to the podcast Answer Man. You're getting my opinion, and uh, this is my opinion. If you are using Blog Talk Radio, if you are using Talkshoe, if you're using Podbean, you're using any of these services, and you do not own your own domain, then I will tell you, you absolutely, without a doubt, should be using Feedburner. There is no question in my mind whether or not I think that is the wise thing for you to do. And let me explain to you why. Because if you go to feedburner.com Register for an account and take your RSS feed uh, and and go through the process. It's going to ask you. It's like, okay, what do you want your RSS feed to be here at Feedburner? And so, f- let me give you an example. If you go to feeds dot, go to http colon slash slash feeds f e e d s dot feedburner dot com slash p a m, you will get the RSS feed for Podcast Answer Man. It's that simple. Feeds.FeedBurner.com slash P-A-M, as in Mary, Podcast or Podcast Answer Man. So that's the RSS feed for my show. Now, I will tell you that when I created Podcast Answer Man, the place where I hosted that was a WordPress installation. And that WordPress installation was um, over at Ravenscraft.org. And the installation was actually in a subdirectory, so it was actually, uh, I remember specifically, it was dot or ravenscraft.org slash podcast4 slash WP, you know, it, it had the RSS feed. So I had this crazy original RSS feed from that WordPress installation it definitely did not say podcast answer man and then later on i eventually created the you know the official network gspn.tv and i created that site and then for the longest time podcast answer man the rss feed resided at gspn.tv/category/pam/feed all right in fact if you go there you should be able to still pull it up under that because i still post all of my content on that site uh, for the ability for my all-inclusive feed. Now, when I decided to do this as a business and as a career, I thought it made sense to have Podcast Answer Man be its own entity, have its own website, and that's when I created PodcastAnswerMan.com. Now, I also do blog blogging on here and I do some other things. So I have the RSS feed is actually a category of PodcastAnswerMan.com. So in fact, the, the RSS feed for this show is going to be Podcastanswerman.com slash category slash podcast answerman slash feed. Now the thing is, is every time I've made those changes, what if I, you know, what would I do if I wanted to change from one website to another website or from one hosted service to another hosted service? Well, if I was not using Feedburner, I'd have to go through all kinds of trouble trying to get redirects done. I might possibly have to go in and uh, delete my RSS or my listing out of iTunes and resubmit a new one with the new feed. I mean, it, it, it really is a hassle and, and it's a lot of problems. And I have a lot of people call me with that kind of problems on a recent a regular basis uh, for consulting work. So here's the deal. If you're just signing up for Podbean, I would say go ahead and sign up for Podbean. If that if that's what works for you and that's what's in your budget and that's how you're going to do things, that there's nothing wrong with that absolutely nothing wrong but take the rss feed from podbean tell them do not submit this to itunes i do not want you to submit my my rss feed to itunes Um uh, and so they will do that they'll abide by that in, in or if they have you can go in and tell itunes to remove it and now itunes will remove that that feed from their store and just take that rss feed from podbean or where or talk or blog talk radio head over to feeds and then do you know um Do a a feed that's basically the name of your show. Create feeds.feedburner.com slash the name of your show that you don't anticipate will ever change. And that way, if you ever decide to do a self hosted website or to change your host or the hosting company that you are with simply goes out of business and shuts down their site completely, and you can't do anything other than delete your show, then all you have to do is sign into Feedburner.com, click on Edit Feed Details. And take the RSS, the original RSS feed address from Podbean, just delete that out and put the original RSS feed, correct that to the RSS feed from the new service that you're using. And what will happen is you go into Troubleshoot, you go to scroll down to the bottom of the page, click Resync, and then anybody who is subscribed to feeds.feedburner.com slash the name of your show. It's as if nothing ever happened. The only thing that may show up is all of a sudden shows that they've already listened to. If you actually re-uploaded all your shows into the new site or the new service, uh, shows that they've already listened to will all of a sudden show up as available for download. That That's the worst case scenario. But, but definitely you avoid losing your subscri- subscribers. So anyway, I hope that answers your question. It's one of the many reasons I love FeedBurner. And uh, there there are some things uh, known as the my brand service for those of you who do use your own domains and you can actually be in complete control over that. Be honest with you, I've I've been very happy and I've said this from the very beginning. uh, I have been very happy with Feedrunner from day one and have never had fear to doubt that that my feeds are in the wrong place. And so with all that being said, I'm going to move on to our next caller. This is Chris Oatley, who called in quite some time ago as well. Chris, take it away.
2: Hey Cliff, it's Chris Oatley calling for uh, Podcast Answer Man, calling in from Los Angeles, California. just wanted to say thank you so much for doing that Google Analytics uh, web video. Uh, it was super, super helpful. I just got it set up on my website, chrisoatley.com, uh, this last week, and it is awesome, but I had been waiting i'd heard about it i didn't exactly know what it was uh and and then seeing your video not only defined what google analytics uh was for me it also uh you know got me started and and guided me through the steps necessary to uh make it happen on my website uh so yeah thank you so much for doing that and uh love the show of course and keep them coming brother
0: bye All righty. And so thank you for that, Chris. And by the way, he's referring to episode number 80 of the podcast Answer Man, which is the Google Analytics screencast. And it's where I basically show you how you can uh, navigate through your WordPress entry or whatever site you're using. Just put it in the anywhere in the in the footer before the uh, the uh, the end HTML or the end body tag. Uh, But somewhere down in the footer. All right. Yeah, it's got to be somewhere in there. But anyway, there's a screencast. It's number eighty, and uh, that is available for you online. By the way, I do want to say real quickly this, and this is where Steve McQueen had said in the first message, and and now Chris has brought it up, talking about these earlier episodes of podcast Answer Man. I was recently talking with more than one of my clients on the phone who had done the same thing. And a lot of people are doing this. They they find me on Google by doing a search for podcast consultant. And I'm very blessed and fortunate to be near right up there at the very top of the list. Uh, I think I'm number two in place right below uh, a good friend of mine who's also a consultant. Anyway, um So a lot of people come, they see all the episodes, they subscribe, and it's like they download every single episode of the podcast Answer Man. And they usually listen in order. And by the way, folks, if you're a podcaster, a lot of people do this. It is very commonplace. In fact, I often do this uh, when I find a new podcast that I love a lot. The problem is, though, is that I started this podcast when I was doing it as a hobby, I, I mean, literally, go back to episodes one, two, or three and and in the early days. I, I literally started this back when I was using very inexpensive, very unprofessional equipment. And uh, I was still learning things. there's I've learned so much in the last three and a half years of podcasting. I've done so many different things that I wish I could go back and say, wow, I wish I wouldn't have done that. And uh, I remember talking about a lot of things I was excited about then that I'm not excited about now and um anyway somebody the other day says hey I was listening to your podcast and I just want to let you know I'm so excited I just went out and bought this MXL 990 condenser microphone and I'm like oh oh no oh that's oh that hurts uh so what I you know I just want to say that right now off the top of my head I'm not sure what I'm gonna do about this but uh, I am considering a couple different things, and, and I, I just don't know where to go from from this point forward on the old archives. But I'm thinking about just possibly making just the most recent 20 episodes available at any given time and just throwing in the rest of the, uh, the content uh, available for Plus members, having them have the ability to go all the way back. Um, th- there's some other things that I'm thinking about is like saying, okay, well, maybe it's time to do with the podcast answer, man, with what I've done or what I'm currently in the process of doing with the weekly Lost podcast, which is to go back through the old episodes and listen to them myself and just pull out some of the best parts some of the, some of the information that is was spot on then and will be spot on forever and put together maybe a package that is the best of the podcast answer man and and make that available as a product download or something of that nature but uh, i just want to let you know if you're listening to the the old episodes of course by the time you hear this it'll be too late but uh yeah, oh, man, I, I it, my heart sunk when I heard somebody actually physically tell me or audibly tell me that they purchased an MXL 990 condenser microphone based upon my recommendation in an earlier episode of the podcast, Answer Man. And I want to tell you, I, fe- I mean, I, I felt my heart sunk. I, they didn't buy it for me, obviously, but uh, my, my heart sunk and I felt really awful about that. Well, hey, you know I've got one more voice feedback, and I I wonder if I can cover my feedback to it in thirty minutes. But uh, let's go on. We're gonna start off with. uh, We're gonna go ahead and play this call from Daniel Johnson Jr. And he he called this one in way a long time ago, back from when I spoke at PodCamp Nashville about a well a while ago. So let's go ahead and talk about that.
2: Hi, Cliff. This is uh, Daniel Johnson Jr. from Cincinnati, Ohio. Uh, calling about the uh, the podcast Answer Man. I just finished listening to half of your, almost half of your uh, podcast Nashville review and talk. Last thing that I heard you said that really prompted me to call you is you're talking about, um, you know, limiting sessions, how they had limited sessions to, you know, half an hour, 20 minutes or something like that to uh, talk. And uh, you had taken issue with that. Cliff, uh, I think that, um, you know, it's possible to share as much as you can in 20 minutes, and to remain as uh, concise and compact. One of the things that I remember reading from um, a book called "Made to Stick" by Chip and Dan Heath is they talk about, you know, reaching the the core to the to the message. And if you really think about, okay, if I'm only going to have 20 minutes to talk about something, then what are the most important things that I need to share in that in that 20 minutes? Um if I heard you correctly, that's kind of what I got from you, is that you would rather have a longer talk. And, uh, you know, I mean, as I'm talking, as I'm learning more about how uh, people give webinars and presentations and stuff, it seems that a half an hour, 25 minutes is is, is pretty much the standard. So I um, wanted to just throw that out there at you, uh, see what you had to say. Again, this is Daniel Johnson, Jr. from Cincinnati, Ohio. Make it a great day. Talk to you soon. Bye.
0: All right, Daniel, thank you so much uh, for your feedback. And, um, you know, I, I i don't agree with you, but I respectfully uh, acknowledge that, you know, you have some valid points there. And, and I think that there are some places and some things where limiting something to 20 minutes is definitely the case. Of course, you're referring back to podcast or PodCamp Nashville which uh, I was not given 25 minutes or even 30 minutes, which you say is standard. I would have loved 30 minutes or even 25. Having an additional five minutes would have been great. But uh, at that time, I was I was actually, my talk was, uh, you know, my career as a po- full-time podcaster. How did it happen? Uh, how, you know, where? how did it start building the community? Why do I do it? Um, you know, how am I making money? Th- those were the things people wanted to know. And I'll be honest with you, it, it was impossible to share everything within 20 minutes and so much was left out. I think I did an excellent job of conveying a lot and it, and it, and it did leave people with a thirst for more and they've been following me ever since. And that's been great. I've been able to even uh, be interviewed for magazines, newspapers uh, and other uh, podcasts and that, that's been great and fun. But uh, no, I, I, yeah, I really believe, I I wonder what most pastors would say, or even your own pastor, uh, if you were to say, you know what, I think you could probably cut this to about 20, 25 minutes. Uh, I don't think your pastor would probably go for that one at all. And I I would agree if it's just a short little tutorial of why you should Twitter in your business, 20 minutes, absolutely. Absolutely. But uh, if you're trying to convey a story or a thought or something like that, I really believe that that you know pod need to have the ability to have twenty minute sessions, forty minute sessions, and maybe even fifty minute sessions, uh, and maybe a mixture of all of those things in between. Anyway, thank you guys for um, this uh, th- for listening and subscribing to the podcast Answer Man today. I did want to limit this to twenty minutes and thirty seconds, and I think I'm going to be able to do that exactly. I want to encourage you to contact me directly for any of your audio equipment and podcast consulting needs. 859-757-1399. Bye-bye.